Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm back right up and down. Sports Radio 92.9 game, 92.9thegame.com on this Sunday morning, moving into the 8 o'clock hour on this 25th day of February. Good morning, Georgia! Morning. And good morning to beautiful people out in Grayson. Okay. As far as you can go in Gwinnett County and be in Gwinnett County, just about. You're just about to get up, you know, out of the county line. Why would you want to leave the county line? Well, I don't know. Why would know. you want to cross? Mean, it? What's I mean, north of there? What's worth going go up past out. that county line? <laughs> go out to go, go out the winder. You know, go out that way. Okay. Yeah. Sam, Logan, did you, Loganville. Did you know one of the most iconic sports photos were taken on this day? Today was the day that young Cassius Clay in fight two took out Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston. In the seventh round, and Sonny didn't get up. He was so embarrassed. And in that picture of Ali standing over him, and then, you know, told him to get up with his arm. And they snapped that picture with his arm like bent right over, and he's standing over Sonny Liston. Happened on this day. On this day. On this day in '64. This the training of that fight. This is when he Ali met the Beatles, and there's that famous picture of the Beatles standing mm-hmm. there, and he throws you know the punch, and they all fall over, whatever. But yeah, that was all going to be in Miami in the early '60s. Yeah, you had the there was, there was a lot happening. You had the Fountain Blue, you had James Bond hanging out. Sean Connery was hanging out down there, a lot of stuff. And that was the <laughs> and Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason, that was the place, man. Miami Beach, because then wow. The other thing about that is, and away we go. Well, it was kind of the tail end of it. Obviously, three years before that changed everything. But Miami was that you know that puddle jumper right over to Cuba, mm-hmm. and everybody was going down there to gamble before Castro shut that down in '59. So. 
Anyway, that's not why you called. Uh, Maria Martin, 11 Live. She's going to be joining us. Got a fresh casting call coming up later on this hour. But Atlanta United, we talked to Jason yesterday, Jason Longshore, him and Mike Conti up in yeah. snowy Columbus. Woof. Or what a picture they sent us yesterday. Man. <laughs> or as people in my house say that. That, 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 and actually, David Ashburn said it this past week, that state down south. They don't even mention their name. <laughs> that state, we'll that place down it. south. Yep, yep, But yep. Columbus got hit with snow yesterday, but he yep. said it was it was breaking up. It was starting the, to break up, yeah. and the field was clear. The field was was clear, and, you know, it didn't seem to have any effects. Just, just cold, and Atlanta United going up against an opponent that's very difficult. They knew going in, the defending champions, uh, Columbus crew, um, you, wow, they got the goal in the 27th minute. They got the the goal that would end up being a one nothing, you know, lead for Columbus. Uh, Atlanta United up to that point had dominated possession of the ball, just not getting forward and getting and, and getting shots and whatnot. And so, you know, even late in the match, even when they get down to the 90th minute, Thiago Almada has a chance. Here's what here's the way it went. We're in the 90th minute. 1-0 Columbus. Williams up to Almada. Turning. Driving again down the left wing. Through traffic. Up to Wolf. Back to Almada. Top of the arc. Shot! Over the crossbar! Headed over the crossbar by Amundsen for a corner. Amundsen saved the game. Amundsen just saved the game for Columbus. That was Mm. it. That was the opportunity. Right toward the end that Atlanta United had a chance to come out of there at least with a draw and to to come, come home with a point. Didn't happen one kneel the final uh, as Atlanta United uh, falls on the road in the season opener. You know, you wanted to go up there. You wanted to get some good things, uh, you know, to happen. You knew it was going to be tough, though, you know, difficult, difficult. And obviously facing the defending champions, one thing, but walking out there and seeing snow on the ground <laughs> was, was something else. Uh, so the team has a chance to, uh, to, 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 to thaw out. And uh, Brad Gazan got the starting goal. And let's hear from our, our, our goalkeeper. For sure, we took care of the ball better. Um, you know, I think we were we were loose with the ball in the first half. Um, we weren't able to, to, to connect the the second or third ball going forward, um, and allowed them to to create more and more pressure. Um, but in the second half, I, I thought we did a, a much better job with that. Those are thoughts from Brad Kazan, who's in uh, in goal. Good to see him there. Saved his fourth career penalty for Atlanta United yesterday. And so uh, off to an 0-1 start in the season. They return to action uh, Saturday, March 9th. Uh, they host New Why so much time off? I, you know what I mean? I mean, did you find early, that? Early in the season, I don't know why. It seemed like it would go right back and play yeah. again next. But, but, you know, the, the ninth is when they play against New England Revolution. And that will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Think Robert Home Kraft, opener. Think Robert Kraft will tr- come down here? Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's not a place that... New England sports people have had a good time down here. Yeah, you know, you know, he, he, he comes down here when he needs to, but I don't think he'll come down for that. Okay. I could be wrong. You could be wrong because I, I could be I wrong. I could be Mr. wrong. Blank are buddies and all that you know, as far as yeah, the NFL owners. Absolutely. And, but, which is but the speculation as to he why. He gets to see him other times. They have the owners' meetings and all kind of stuff. He gets, they, they get to see each other. Come think about it. Will Arthur Blank be there? <laughs> he may, be, he out, he he may be out doing stuff. First, first, yeah, the first one of the season. Let me season, tell you something. He'll be How much time does he, they, you know the team of that's around him and his folks. Yeah. What's their main focus right now? If you had to put your finger on one thing, is it one particular thing? Is 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 it a body? Meaning, do is it the Falcons and Atlanta United, and what's going on with them? 
or is it what's happening around the corner with the World Cup coming here and the new facility being built it's, to house those folks? It's all of it. It's all part of it, right? It's, it's just, all of it. You know what I mean? They're like Coca-Cola, right? He's so big, he got all these ventures going on. But, but yeah, I mean, those those are things that that, that, that are happening and um, things that he's directly impacted, not to mention if the hospitals. A, right, right, <laughs> I right. I was going to say, right, yeah, you're building <laughs> so, that. So, um, you know, just, uh, just a, a very busy time. You know, he probably thrives in this, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He probably thrives in this. I mean, if the, the day-to-day is one thing, but to have projects like this coming off this and what you talk about with the World Cup, it's something that you have a chance to also put a fingerprint on things that will go on for some time in this city. Remember what the Olympics did for the infrastructure of this city, things that we're able to do. It brought an interest back in town. The loss became a deal in, you know, in, in town for buildings that are kind of sitting there kind of, I won't say they weren't doing anything, but it brought but it brought attention to that and allowed the city to do that. Events like World Cup allow you to do a little reinvention. And so I'm curious to see. Something I mean, something other than more apartments, man. Yeah. Because because that's <laughs> well, all. Live you see what's going on on Claremont? If you get off on Claremont right Dude, there, Claremont and Briarcliff. I used to live right there. What they're doing. You see what right where where, where um where the, the the sports bar or sports bar is right there. Oh, yeah, uh, bench warmers. Right, where at, uh, that's, Jim's place. That's all about to go. And oh gonna, yeah, and they're going to put some apartments on the other side of the road, just like the ones on the right, right. You oh got my those, goodness, dude! You got you got that new hospital one exit down at North Druid Hill, so you got to have places for those folks to live that are coming. In. He built this monstrosity of a medical center there. <laughs> you got to have you know some some other stuff around there. I was thinking about something, and 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 as you were that's saying gonna that, be rough. You get off that exit right there. That's my stomping ground, man. But man, that's going to be tough trying to go toward Emory on that. Oh, that's well, gonna, that's, that's true. That's going to be rough. I don't ever go the it's, other way. I go toward Buford Highway. Right, and it's end rough up toward trying Lennox to go that, that way, way now. It's rough trying to go that way now. Right. But if you're trying to go that way, and they're going to put two apartment apartments on both sides of the road right yeah. there. Woof. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, man. Um, that's what's happening. Um, they might actually start putting more up and down. Up and down Buford Highway, which means they will probably take out Richard Jewell's apartments, which are still there, okay. and they filmed the movie there. Yeah, yeah, but that's where he lived. He lived right. Speaking there. of filming movies, uh oh, I was over off of uh, Joseph E. Boone this week. I, I had to uh, to go to um, Anderson Park, which is over off Joseph E. Boone, which is formerly known as Simpson, uh, which leads over to Collier Heights. Okay, which is where. They were going to homes to, to film parts of the movie that Will uh, Will Packer's working on about. Oh, uh, don't tell me! I I can't talk about that. Okay, I have a I have a I have a very nasty taste in my mouth about that. I auditioned for it. Fight night, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I saw the base camp is set up in is the church right beside Douglas High School right there. The base camp, and I mm-hmm. said. I know what they're here for. You know what I mean? Because and, and right Chicken Man's house was around there? Yes, it's not, okay. not not far from that. So I, I saw that this week and I thought about it. I said, yeah. So they got they got the base campus here by the high school and down the road a ways as a community. And they're actually, actually shooting in the community, I suppose. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck to them with that. I, I ain't spending much time talking about that one because I, I got – at some point I will share – a story with you, okay, about somebody connected with that. Yeah, but um, I'm, that's one I of wish... my favorite stories in Atlanta. Oh yeah, and, and, always, and that's what made it. This is what, what makes it, it worse made, for yeah, me for because, because you've been telling the story. You, you, you know the backstory. Oh man! And then the person who wrote the screenplay just <laughs> knife right, right. Yeah. 
Oh, God. I got a question for you. Sam hey, Brick, Sports hey, Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. Yeah. All yes. that stuff you were just saying about Arthur Blank, yeah. we alluded to something with Mr. Turner. And it got me thinking, and this is kind of a fun little game. I got three of the four, but I'm wondering who the fourth person is if I had to put on there. But I'm just thinking to myself, if I had to build Atlanta Mount Rushmore for people who have done things for this city oh, and my. making it grow, you start with Ted Turner. Actually, you start with Andrew Young. Then you put Ted Turner on there, and I think Mr. Blank has earned a spot. Who's that fourth person? I don't know. I think you, you almost have to do a, a, a hybrid of two people in the names that of That have helped build and, this and, city and, to and, where it is the, right now. And, the name, and their names are on the airport. Hartsville okay. and Jackson. Hartsville and Jackson. You, you gotta, to me, that's the other thing because that's the lifeblood of the whole area. The fact that both of them had the vision of what that facility could mean to this city and to this state and this region. You're absolutely right. And, okay. and to me, you you you. Well, to Hartsf- me, I thought Hartsfield was a war hero. He was oh. wasn't he a heart, he was a, he was a war hero. He might have been, but he, he was instrumental been. in getting that air. Yeah. Getting gotcha. Airport. Okay. He was 100 so percent. Yeah, instrumental that's it. That then yeah. you're right. So we got five. And Acer one Taylor. Atlanta. Yeah. And there's people here who did suffer Georgia. I'm not talking about Georgia. Right. I'm talking about the city of Atlanta. That's why I said Acer Candler. Where it is right here. Candler, too. We're talking about him. He was he was everything. Wasn't All right, he? we got to put five. Was, okay, I'll call like, five. But who you take it off? He, if he you was put like that dude he on was that. like mayor, governor, and the Coca Cola folk. Yeah, man. Okay, um, so you, you, you can't you have just four Atlanta or five, right? Without, without Coca Cola. I got that. I'm saying there's I'm a lot just, of there's more. <laughs> just like any other Mount Rush, you got okay. Got to take this person off and put this person on. Who would you take? Who would you take off? Yeah, Arthur's blanks. Arthur Blank's footprint or fingerprint on the city. I think is fluid. It's still going on. Yeah, yeah it's still Ted going. Ted and Andy's, they, they've already done it. Well, and, I mean, and people have built it, off that. Yeah, but you, it, it's pivotal though, but because both had an international vision for for this city and brought it here yeah, and brought it and brought. That's to what I'm city. saying. That's those two are no brought. brainer. Don't don't dis, don't also leave out Mr. Blank's partner in Home Depot. Oh, Barney Marcus. And, and yeah. what he and what okay. he has contributed. As well, oh, the aquarium. We, got, we got this big fish. We got this big fish tank. <laughs> Y'all got a little assignment here. You get me down well, five. Yeah, that's, that's, get that's, it down to five it's, for it's, me. It's difficult to 404 do. Four zero four seven two six. But people, people just need can't to move know. Ted. I tell you that. Yeah, right, you can't move Ted or Andy. Nah, yeah, you know. So I mean, nope. that's 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 the whole thing we got. Airport. Yeah, you know, and the airport's kind of those folks had to do with the airport. Makes all of it happen. Exactly. We don't get all the other stuff without the airport being what it is. But anyway, I was just thinking about that. So this ain't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Actually, it is as hard as I thought it was going to be. All right. Maria Martin, has uh, she has been on one side of this country to the other following sports, and she's just back from Sarasota County um, with the Braves, and we're going to have her on here next from 11 Alive. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. It's all right. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning where the sun is out. I got to pull the shades down. It's blocking me so I can't see Noel on the other side of the glass one of them days. But anyway, it is out here. played it. This would have been George Harrison's birthday today. All right. Yeah. Would have been George. I think he lost George in like 01. Been gone for a minute. Some of the folks, it would have been his birthday today. And speaking of, uh, this is for all the Chicagoans out there of a certain age. Ron Santo. Yeah. Third baseman, third baseman. for Duck Cubs mm-hmm. uh, back mm-hmm. in the day. Uh, and also, she is still with us. 89. Yikes. Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah. Her birthday today. Yeah. Her in red glasses. 
Them <laughs> red glasses. Anyway, a big fan of our show we found out later on is Maria Martin, who was at 11 Alive, and we got her on the phone right now. I just Do made, we? I just made that part up. Oh, yeah, know. right. I'm sure on sick days from school and work, she sat in front of the TV staring at Sally Jesse Raphael and them red glasses. No. All right, I'm assuming. Hi, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Is that is that a, 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 a good assumption or no? Um, I would say no, okay. but I'm sure she's wonderful. <laughs> Okay. Maria, welcome back from Sarasota County. By the way, we, we talked to somebody else who was down there. What's your opinion of that area around the uh, Braves training camp? It's growing, for sure. I mean, you know, when the ballpark was built several years ago now, there was nothing out there. Yeah. And there's it, that's still kind of the same sentiment. But the good news is, you know, I didn't go down there last year. This year was my first year back. It looks totally different. They're growing. They're building a ton of things around the ballpark. So that ballpark is going to do incredible things for that area. So you, it sounds like you left town before the, the the display of the new uniforms. I did. Yes, indeed. What? You missed that? I know. Isn't that sad? <laughs> I'm so sad I missed it. I, actually, I think that would have been the <laughs> phrase. You, some people are here after seeing the uniforms. Listen, that's been the story um, since these guys hit camp, but what was your takeaway from your time with the team and as they prepare for this upcoming season? Well, I think one of the biggest takeaways is this Braves team should be one of the best, again, in baseball. Obviously, during the regular season last year, they were the best team in baseball, and they're not shy about talking about their goals, which I think is super important. And, of course, for everyone in Major League Baseball at the beginning of spring, they're all going to say, yes, we want to win a World Series. That is the goal. It should be for every team. But for the Braves, it's different because I think those goals are actually obtainable, and they're very frustrated with the way that – Things have ended the last two years. They're not shy about talking about that either. They are all on the same page. And, you know, I've said this throughout the week. What I think is super important, whether it be in business or in baseball, in football, it doesn't matter. If you have a group of people that are entirely on the same page, a lot of really good stuff can happen. And that's the sense that I get in this clubhouse. It's a great group of guys to be around. There are new faces in there, but they have seemingly fit almost instantly, which is incredible. Jared Kelnick is one of those new faces who even came to Atlanta in the offseason to hit with a guy like Matt Olson. So those relationships have been built in the offseason. So the sense that I get is they're going to win a lot of baseball games, once again, probably over 100, but that they could make it past the NLDS this year. And that obviously was the narrative for the last two years. They're upset about it. They're frustrated. So it's been cool to talk to them about that, reminisce about it a little bit. And I walked around the clubhouse and said, how long did it take you to stop thinking about that NLDS exit for the second year in a row? And almost every single one of them, because, you know, some guys will say, oh, we don't think about that. It's a new year. But they didn't answer like that. Almost every single one of them told me, "Uh, I'm still thinking about it. So it's a unique group. The mentality is there. They're a lot of fun to be around. I'm excited for baseball to start. Spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline is Sunday with Maria Martin. Always great to catch up with her. And she is social. Uh, you can find her on the Twitter, the X, whatever you called it, the last 15 minutes, at Rhea underscore Martin, at Rhea underscore Martin. Bryce Elder gets the ball today uh, to start the second preseason game. And it's, you, know, you don't know how much you read into a, a, a second preseason game. But, but thoughts about him and, and um, what he has an opportunity to do uh, as he tries to get a spot in his rotation. 
Yeah, I wouldn't read too much into the fact that Spencer Strider gets the ball in game one and Bryce Elder gets the ball in game two. I think it's just spring training and people are trying to figure things out. And like you just said, he is in the fight for that fifth rotation spot. And Bryce is a very interesting case. A lot of people look at the second half of last year and they say, oh, he fell off a ton, et cetera, et cetera. He was an all-star in the first half, don't forget, whether you call that lucky or not. But Alex Anthopoulos on the first day of spring training was actually asked specifically about Bryce. And was it his workload? Was it just ramping up his workload where things kind of fell off? He didn't know how to deal with that. And he said, yeah, that could have been part of it. Last year was kind of a learning experience for Bryce. And I actually do think that he'll be a lot better this year. He knows how to manage that workload a lot better. You should get a pretty good sample size of what you could see from Bryce um, this year. I know they're stretching out Reynaldo Lopez as a starter, but I do believe that Bryce is probably the leader for that fifth rotation spot. And I do think this is going to be a lot better and he can manage that second half of the year and pace himself a lot better this year. Maria Martin joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929game.com. We spent some time talking about the one position that we felt was still sort of in flux with this Braves team. Jared um, uh, Kelnick is, is probably going to be the left fielder, but I was thinking about this as you were talking about him. Two things. One is the average age of this outfield, Sam, 24 years old. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got, you got Money Mike at 22, you got Kelnick at 24, and you got Acuna at 26. All right. When's the last time that happened? Yeah, really. Okay. Not only that, but I was going to ask Maria, did you spend much time with Jared? And what was your um, takeaway from him? Because I remember the last two years. First, Matt Olson gets here. He got to, you know, fill up Freddie's shoes. And he doesn't have that over the top personality, but he seems so happy to be home. And he's going to do what he, he was going to do. All right. We've seen how that played out. Then the next year, his old teammate, um, Sean Murphy shows up. He's over the moon, happy to be out of Oakland and be here with this Braves team. Did you get that same level of exuberance from Jared when you spoke to him about being yeah, on this team? Say, yeah, let me say one thing about Matt Olson real quick, and then we'll go back to Jared Kelmick. It's kind of crazy. One thing that I learned in spring training, and Matt's a fantastic person. He's fit so well, and everyone obviously is ecstatic that he's the first baseman as they should be and of course nervous with the exit of Freddie Freeman but what I learned about him and it made me think about this whenever you said he's not over the top his personality is not out there it's not out there in public but let me tell you he is one of the guys that stirs things up the most in this clubhouse I learned this during spring training Uh, because Ozzy told me that he actually is one of the biggest trash talkers on the team so pay attention to Matt during the game (laughs) because he tries to get in the head of everybody it's actually hilarious and he does speak a little bit of Spanish so he's been hanging out with a lot of the Latin guys on the team and and talking to them and kind of mixing things up it's really hilarious so pay attention to that he's got a lot more personality than you realize um, but yeah, Jared Cummings, he's been cool to hang out with, obviously super young, and he's got a tremendous future. And I think what's really exciting about a guy like Jared Kelnick is he was a first round draft pick in 2018 by the Mets, right? And everyone thought he was just going to be this next big thing. Well, he goes to Seattle and injuries kind of, you know, plagued him a little bit, especially untimely injuries that Mariners fans are re- reminding me of quite frequently on my Twitter when he kicked the cooler and broke his foot. Um, but other than that, everyone thought that he was going to be the next big thing and things didn't really pan out as well as he would have liked in Seattle. Well, Alex Anthopoulos has this weird way of kind of re-energizing guys' careers and he's so young and he's got such a tremendous upside that I think that this is going to be a place and an atmosphere where things can turn around for Jared. And a lot of the guys told me what stands out to them the most when it comes to him is his pop at the plate, which, hello, this was one of the best, if not the best, well, 
statistically speaking, they were lineups in all of baseball. They need more pop. Sure. Why not add it? Jared will be a great bat there as well. Um, yeah, he's obviously ecstatic to be here. In fact, Mariners fans are dragging him on my Twitter every single day because of a video I posted. I asked him simply, what was the first thing that went through your mind whenever you got the call from Atlanta? And he gave a really honest answer. And personally, I don't think that it was an attack on Seattle or the Mariners. I think he just said, I'm going to a winning franchise. They have a winning mentality. He had a lot of great things to say about the organization from top to bottom. He felt really good from everyone that called him, everything that, you know, his experience since he's been around Atlanta. So I think he's going to be fun for Braves fans to get to know. Don't know a ton about his personality yet, but I think baseball-wise, he'll be great here. All right, spending time with Maria Martinet on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Uh, she has been to Florida, had a chance to spend some time with the Braves in the early days of the uh, spring training. Uh, now they're playing some games. Maria, thoughts about the changing on with the coaches on field of coaching staff? And some people think that might be the thing that's going to be really different. You feel like there's going to be a seamless transition um, for that part of the team? You know, I do, and mostly because we did spend some time with Matt Tui Sosopo, Coach Tui, and a lot of these guys that have come through the farm system for the Braves have already spent time with Tui because of his days in the organization and in the minor leagues, and, you know, he's a former big league player. He totally understands, and yes, that is a massive hole to, fit, to fill at third base, losing Ron Washington, but... Even Austin Riley said, look, Tui, it's going to be such an easy transition. He knows him very well from Austin's time in the minors as well. So I think that that's one of the ones that I think of at first. And you're moving some faces around, like Walt Weiss is going to move over and change his role. But I do think that it's a seamless transition, mostly because of the places and pillars that are already in place with this Braves team. This is a team that pretty much every spot, we're talking about the fifth rotation. Yes, there's a spot on the bench as well, but – there are most jobs that are accounted for, and I still think left field is Jared Kelnick's to lose. So this team is locked in. I don't think that just a few changes of faces in the infield and outfield coaching-wise is going to do a lot of damage to this team. You know, it's funny, and, and Sam came with a curveball last week when we were talking about this Braves team, and he said something that really was something that people need to think about for a second. And he said the two the, the losses on this team during the offseason will be felt by the coaches that this team lost, meaning first and third base. What are your thoughts on that, losing those two guys? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's huge. Like I said, Ron Washington leaving is, is awful for this club. He's fantastic. Everyone knows how long he had been with the organization, but he totally deserved another shot at being a manager And when I saw him at winter meetings in Nashville, I just told him how excited I was for him and that I thought this was an awesome opportunity. And he spent so much time with the guys that are here that it was emotional, but they're still professional baseball players. They got to move on. It is what it is. But I I do think that that's going to be one of the biggest adjustments, third base specifically. But still, I think that Tom Goodwin is a great guy. And Matuios and Sopo, both of them will do fantastic things. Fantastic. Talking with Maria Martin, all about Braves baseball in the time. What, what else did you get a chance to do while you were down? You, 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 you had to get a little time, but you got a chance to enjoy it a little bit. I know you were down there working a lot, too. But you're in Florida. She couldn't go to Siesta Key and hang out there. Right? I don't know. No, she couldn't. She wanted to, right? But couldn't make it over to Siesta Key. That's the beach. Yeah, trust me. I totally wanted to. But they keep me very busy and let alive. So I basically had no downtime. By the time that I was done with work every day, the sun was setting. So it wasn't 
a whole lot of downtime for me. But the good part was, uh, you know, I'm from Florida. Everybody knows I'm from Florida. So about four hours east is where my house is. So you got to cross Alligator Alley and go across uh, the state, and my house is over there. Okay. So my mom actually came over and spent the weekend with me, which was awesome. Oh, oh see, now cool. there you go. See, there we go. That's the stuff. You buried the lead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to Man. keep you guys hanging, you know? <laughs> yeah, buried the lead there. And by the way, she knows all about that alligator alley, too. That, yeah. Them swamps, yeah. it's about empty. Did you know about this, right? What's that? Everything's being taken out by pythons. Huh? All the alligators. Yeah. Am, am I right, Maria? Yeah, th- those pythons are nasty, but they've been there for a while. Yeah, they're taking all the, the like. There's a there's an actual issue with alligators and other wildlife in the Everglades. The pythons are taking pyth- out the alligators. Pythons are taking out everybody. They're coming. Oh in, yeah. Yeah, they're coming in there and 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 rechanging the animal landscape of the Everglades. The ecosystem is, is is crazy. We can do that on another show. Yeah, we, do, we can <laughs> talk about that, man. Talk about, what's coming up tonight on Sports Extra? Uh, leave it to me to bring up. The Everglades and pythons. That's fantastic. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, she so we're going to be talking a lot about spring training, obviously, and then the Combine's coming up. I leave for Indianapolis tomorrow, so I'll be there for a couple of days, and I think that you know the landscape of how the Falcons draft looks will change after Indianapolis, which I think is very exciting. Uh, so we'll be previewing that, and it's going to be a good time. Yeah, because I told her we might talk about Falcons draft. that's right around the corner, but now she's going up to Indy next week. Yeah. We'll get to Maria in a couple weeks. There we go. And we'll have the time straight next time, Maria. I apologize. We've, we've been playing phone tag the last few weeks with our schedules and everything, so I appreciate you uh, being flexible. Absolutely. I love jumping on with you guys. I appreciate you guys. Have an awesome day. You too. All right, and, thank and, you. and, of course, tell Dexter we said hello. Yeah. He's currently <laughs> sleeping, so come up. That'd be great. <laughs> there you go. All right, Maria Martin, 11 Live, joining us here. Got a fresh casting call. I'll tell you about how you guys can make some money. And... Uh, we this, throughout the show we've been talking about the changing nature of whatever we have been talking about, whether it's sports, whether it's the, the movie industry, whether it's life in Atlanta for you. And okay. that is coming up next, Sam and Gray. Oh, and let's not forget top of the hour, the fourth installment of mm. They Got Next. Yes, we've so been talking about this throughout the show. Here we have got a very special. Well, they've all been special, but a it's our first boy, and b. He is the son of somebody who you know. Yeah. Very, very Looking well. Looking forward to talking to him. Especially if you listen to this station. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. 929TheGame, 929TheGame.com. Let me let you guys know where the job I, You know, I've been doing this and let you guys know about this stuff. I realize this. Yep. Say it out loud. 13 years. Okay. Wow. 13 years. Went on Fox mm-hmm. 12 years ago. Okay. In fact, this month. Okay. Um, uh, 12 years ago, and then stopped during you know, when the pandemic hit. But started this when this joint where you're sitting at right now was Dave FM. Okay, and and started there and bringing them to Mira Davis and and and, and you know, like Bill Marinella and Patrick, uh, Patrick, Patrick and Patrick Ingram and Janelle were the first. Then Bill Marinella, okay, who had working for him Jamie and Rose, who are now CL casting. Wow. Okay, and Rose is doing the. The Saturday Night Live bit. So okay. again, just uh, you know, say what you will about other people who have who've dipped their toe into this and been trying to make some money off of this on their own. And there's only been one dude who has been letting you know where you can find these jobs, and not trying for any other reason other than the fact that I got this opportunity. And folks, I got, let, I got a platform. Let me tell you something, folks. If you don't believe, just go anywhere with Greg. And I, we don't get a chance to see each other a lot during the week or whatnot. But if we get together and go somewhere and have a bite of lunch or something somewhere, inevitably somebody will come out and say, I want to be in this. Or I want to be. 
Can you put me, you know, it, it happens. It really does, folks. Yeah. I, I've seen it. It's happened time and time again. It is just fascinating. So, yeah, so I'm say. just, this is the, I found, I, I have found my lane and I'm staying in it. I ain't trying to do nothing else. I'm helping, like I said, used to be a fatter dude trying to get into heaven. <laughs> there's, there's less of you. Yeah, there's less of me now. But uh, listen, and I'm happy because I hear these stories. And not only did you say that happened, I, I need you to promote something else here right now because I have talked about it. We have talked about people who have made business decisions and left their present job to get into the film industry. Mm -hmm. We're sitting out there getting ready for the golf tournament. Was it a couple months back? Yep. And out of Chateau Elon. Yeah. And the guy walked up to us and said, Thank you, and been listening to you, whatever. And he left his job. Now, mind you, because of the strike, he went back to his old job. Yeah, yeah. But he had a he had a nine to five, left that, got into the film industry, started working, was doing things regular, and we actually talked to him just right when the strike had started. And so he was out of work, but he went back to his old place and then got to go to a golf tournament. How about I'm you? saying these things happen. And ninety Eight percent of you out there, this means nothing to. But the two percent who are between jobs, who just got that pink slip, who need an extra revenue uh, stream, this is here for you, and it's throughout the state. Now, having said that, Sam, I'm going to tell you about these jobs, and I got some news I want to pass on to you. So this week, it's a lot of photo doubles. Okay. So you will be on the mantle of whatever mantle? project, the mantle, you know, a fireplace mantle. Yeah. That's called a mantle. Okay. All right. And you get in the picture frames, you put them up there over your fireplace or, you know, hanging them in the kitchen, whatever. So that's a photo double opportunity. You get paid for it actually a little bit more okay. than a regular extra job. So casting all talents, doing one that's right off the t They got one where they need somebody who, for lack of a better way to put it, think George Costanza from Seinfeld. Right. They need somebody who looks sort of like that, built okay. like that. Not exactly like it, okay. but you'll see that right off the top. That's the first one, casting all talent. That's uh, that's uh, Daisha, who provided the kittens for the kitten bowl. Yes, The yes. halftime show of the puppy bowl. <laughs> anyway, after that Rose Lock casting, I talked about Rose doing Saturday Night Live 1975. All about that first season. Uh, I have a need for something I think I've never asked for before in all these years. They need a real butcher. A real one. A real butcher. Somebody comes in, picks up knows a meat how to cleaver, do, yeah, and, they, knows know, how and to they, do. they know what they're doing. They, 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 exactly. Okay. That's the job, one of them jobs that I had an opportunity to do growing up. You know, especially in Chicago. You get stockyards, right? Stockyards yeah. and all that stuff, right. man, and I didn't do it. But they have a unique smell after work. I'm sure. Those people who worked I'm, there. I'm sure they I do. I played softball with a dude who worked down there, man, and you could just tell when he was sitting on the bench, We, you know, we were up to bat. <laughs> where's, where's, where, where he was. I ain't going to mention his yeah, name. All right, there we go. Anyway, they need a wow. butcher. They have, um, this is going to be one of those core jobs. They need a model type, not necessarily a model, but when I talk about core, you are going to be part of either the Saturday Night Live crew or or somebody who is seen regularly when they go into you know, Rockef Rockefeller Center. Because remember, there's always the show, but then they have the offices. Right. There's going to be stuff like that. And okay. so that's the core, the people who work in the offices, but they need a model type. Oh, he's a good-looking woman to be there, blonde or brunette hair. You'll see the breakdown there. They need Ivy. This is the one I sent literally to Garrett, Garrett Chapman. Okay. They need an Ivy League type, Caucasian male, yuppie Ivy League look. Oh. Isn't that Garrett? That he Garrett. loves it. In fact, he hit me back because he goes, dude, I, was, I forgot to hit you back and let you know. Thanks for looking out for me. Because that's what he – and he, he said this out loud. I embrace this look. 
So that's who he is. That's who he is, right? Yeah. Need a hairstylist too for this, so you'll see those all under Rose Lock Destination Casting. Is doing a crime drama. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine needs. This is January Curry. She has nine needs this week for this particular. You'll see them all listed there. Casting tailor made. This is for Stranger Things. Again, getting back to photo double. So they need a minor photo double. Okay. Four to seven years old and an adult. 18 to 30 years old. And anytime you talk about minors, you got to have that certificate from the Georgia Department of Labor. I've got that link there for you and remind you of that. that. So you scroll to the bottom, you click it, you fill out the paperwork, bing, bang, boom. You'll get it all in a day or so. And, Sam, I finish with your favorite, Divorce Court. Why is that my favorite? Well, it's just them court shows. That's the court shows, The court period. shows, yeah, you yeah. like that. Hilton Casting is doing one of the court shows, Divorce Court. I it, tell people about it all the time. It's a lot of the court shows are done here. And you can go watch them and they actually pay you. They pay you to sit there and and and, and I think they feed and, you and, too. And, and look concerned. <laughs> exactly. And ooh and ah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, yeah. they're filming now through May. So you'll have multiple okay. opportunities. Of course, you, you scroll past those. I walk you through how to find the jobs behind the camera, the the um uh voiceover connections I have there, the link to the Georgia Department of Labor, as I just mentioned. But all of this is moot if you don't know how to submit yourself. And I've got a generic version of how to submit yourself and also the list of the casting directors. So you can go to their social media pages and see what they are doing regularly so you don't have to wait for me to come in here once a week and tell you what's what. Greg.ClarksonOdyssey.com is where you can reach me, email me. By the way, also use that email if you are the parent or aunt and uncle of somebody who's going to be a part of They Got Next, which we are going to do at the top of this hour. Because um, then we'll get back in touch with you and find out, you know, 13 years and under. That's what we're looking for. But anyway, Greg.ClarksonOdyssey.com and uh, get cast with Greg on X. You will see the current list. It is there. All right. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. All right, you ready for this little nugget here? Because everything ain't rosy. And I told you that the, the transition back into where we were before the strikes, because it was the writers and Screen Actors Guild. By the way, Screen Actors Guild uh, Awards were on last night. Not exactly the Oscars. No. Nah. But it was over on Netflix, and I was looking for some folks there. Anyway, since this strike has ended, there's been story after story talking about the landscape and what's going on. And there was a story about these kids who were graduating high school that were going into theater, going into show business, and, and, and kind of followed them from high school to college. And now four years later, here they are. But going through from college, they had to deal with the pandemic. Then they had to deal with the strike. And, and of course, you couldn't get together for a workshop. It was just cumbersome at best right. to, to learn the way they thought they would be. And they've gotten out here and... Because of what is happening now, they're having a hard time finding work. And everybody's talking about it. There are fewer shows, virtual, virtually no pilots. I'll get to that in just a second. Available acting gigs pay less than they used to. Rising cost of living. Talent sources are saying that it's just tough out there. Um, this used to be, Sam, what is known as pilot season. Now, some of what is going on and what I'm going to tell you about has to do with the way we watch TV shows okay. right now. It's, it's well, all different. those things are kind of behind now because we're just getting the season premieres, right? Well, a lot of the you shows. You remember before cable came in and all of that stuff, it was like the networks started in, was it Labor Day? The new show started in the fall. In the fall. Okay. In the fall. And then cable came in and the things. I'm saying they, really, they, 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 they would start them like September, 
because you had a ratings period coming in November. You figure the fall you, you and have, spring are the you, biggest you, rating periods. Right, you have a month to do that. The spring also leading into May. May is May is the big big ratings book. You figure whatever you have in the spring. What are the viewing habits? You have enough to sample size. Now they kind of do that stuff every day. Well, they used to wait until certain months. They used to be called ratings right. periods for TV. Um, so having said that, and just the way things used to be, and I, again, I could I could spread out here and talk about this incident and this is what's changing and so on and so forth. But February was that time when everybody was putting together their new shows. It was pilot season, right? And recently is a decade ago, Sam, less than a decade. This month, you were usually talking about 100 broadcast pilots would be casting right now. Okay. I just say casting. So that yeah. multiples multiple opportunities to get paid. This year, ask me how many pilots have been shot so far. This was a story that came out this past week. Okay. Given given the sp- the way things have just been splintered, given the way studios are coming back and doing what they feel they need to do because of what happened during the strike, all of that put into a blender. 3. Whoa. 3. Whoa. Pilots. I figured it'd be more than that. This year, we have three total pilots. All of them, by the way, it's your former employer, NBC. Okay. So, again, this is, this, there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now. I don't know how long this is going to last, but as we see in sports, when an owner loses, they eventually get theirs back, right? They're going to do what they got to do to get theirs back. They don't like losing. Nope. And... So there were some things that, listen, just be decent. If you do that on a regular basis, you, there won't be a need for what happened earlier this, or what happened last year. But people were getting greedy. People were doing some things, and you had to have what happened last year. But having said that, um, it's going to be interesting because I will be honest with you, the amount of principal jobs, not only have they dwindled, but also the amount of extra jobs, which is what I talk about here, has, has gone down. That may change in a month or two. But right now, I just try to give you an idea of what's happening with the industry overall. And, and that's, it's just, like I said, it's just a strange time. And how they recuperate or how, how pilot season looks moving forward for me will be interesting. What used to be done in February ain't no more. All right. There you go. Again, greg.clarksonodyssey.com if you got any uh, interest in any of this stuff. But I'm trying to get you guys all booked as extras. That's what I do. But... Um, Sam and I couldn't be happier about about the response and the participation for our latest feature. They got next. We are looking for young reporters. Yes. Looking for young sports talk show hosts. And we are giving you an opportunity once a week to come on here 13 years and under. Want to hear from your parents. Want to hear from your aunt and uncles. Want to hear from your, 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 your coaches. If you got kids that want to get into this business, Sam and I got a platform for you. And are you ready for this, who we have next? Our first boy, Sam. Have I mentioned who it is? Yeah. It is the son of our midday host, one of our midday hosts, not Andy Bunker. Yep. But the tight end in your heart, Mr. Randy McMichael. Peach Peach County's finest. There you go. We're going to hear from (laughs) Samson up next. His 10-year-old son will be our next contestant in They Got Next. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.